Welcome, everyone, again to uh, the second episode of The Pen and the Drum, a uh, bi-weekly podcast of making hip-hop. Yeah, I'm Johan Sebastian. I'm Sanders. And I'm the Fifth Element. Yeah, welcome, guys. How you doing? Doing awesome. pretty solid here on this yeah. lovely weekend, uh, uh, early yes. day time. Yes. Right. I wake up early for you guys. I want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. Dude, my family is off. Um, this is a honey harvest. My wife's boss raises honeybees, so they're off. Uh, yeah, harvesting honey. But I'm here recording this sweet, sweet podcast. Oh, you know, like honey, <laughs> honey and sweet. Okay. Oh, puns! I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to thank everyone who listened to the first episode. Um, we had a lot of downloads. I think we're gonna push our free account uh, on our hosting service. So uh, right after the first episode for the second one. So that's a good problem to have. Uh, <laughs> wow, really? we appreciate awesome. everyone who listened and uh, all the feedback you guys gave us. So yeah, let's get into it. All right. So first off is uh, Cipher Thirty Three, and the winner for actually we should say first that. Um, we probably won't be playing the winner of every single contest, as uh, this is going to be bi-weekly. We, you know, we just don't have time in the show, so um, so your shit's got to be extra tight to get onto the <laughs> podcast, everyone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like the cipher. This is from uh, Cipher Thirty Three, and the winner this week was uh, Murky J with Hives, and uh, yeah, it's pretty tight uh, for a cipher. I thought he had good wordplay. Some dudes win just from pure flow, but um, this is pretty well written. There were some extended rhymes. I like... Uh, yeah, this was definitely flow and lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it all... Uh, the linchpin was the glorious pun. The theme was betrayal. He made it about bees at the end. Call it a bee trail. Talking about hives. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, a, oh, I missed A master that. stroke. Oh, I just oh, got I call it a bee trail. Honestly, a master stroke. Um, all right, so good work on that, Murky J. Uh, so here it is. This is his song, Hives, uh, the winner of Cypher 33. all the Judas is hanging in a tree. The Galilean let him do it, least it's how it seems to me. And I ain't got no cross, y'all ain't got no pedestal. They hurt you when they fall, why I'm scully level skeptical. All to me over us. You can't be betrayed by what you don't trust. Y'all are some. What can I do to discern this? I'm like, you can't fire me, motherfucker, I quit Can't stab me in my back if I only show my front I'm beefing up my defense, and I ain't even once been fooled twice Or a hunch not proved right Rather stay alone than just doing what you like If limitations flat free, I see why they mad at me Idiosyncratic, and actually I'm glad to be on my own path Pray I don't derail, they just find them with the hive That's why they call it betrayal All right, so um, I'm going to get into some of the threads from the week. First, I wanted to talk about, um, it's called producing and mixing at the same time. And this has definitely been talked about before, but I wanted to bring it up because I wanted to see what you guys um, do in your workflow. And uh, this is posted by Wabario. I'm like, as far as I do it, like, um, I, I, like, I think there's a balance to be had. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, as I'm going, there's definitely ways that mixing your track can inform what you're going to write from new parts of it. Yeah. You know, like, if you're, like, if your 808's not big and booming, like, I don't know, like, how are you going to tuck synths behind it if it's not big yet? 
you know like so you gotta there are things that matter and there are things that don't you know so like I mix as I go to an extent, but then when I'm done, I always like to pull my faders down to zero and kind of just oh, yeah. mix the track. Definitely. You know? So, you know, that's kind of my approach. I would say I do the same thing where it's sort of a back and forth. You're talking about one informing the other. But um, yeah. also, when I'm mixing instrumentals, uh, I was just talking about this in a lesson I did this week about how, like, I... I'm a firm believer in less is more when it comes to mixing. Like, honestly, half the time when I mix, I don't <laughs> EQ anything. Uh, well, what? not anything. Okay. Oh. On the drum, <laughs> usually samples and shit, I'll have to filter stuff out. But like drums, uh, I guess it's just I like the drum samples I start with. Well, that's mm-hmm. a big part of it, and is starting with good that, samples. That, yeah, you know? that's sort of a, a different topic, but... Like sure. <laughs> most of the time when I mix, like volume adjustments is like all I do aside from automation of things, like mutes yeah. and maybe some delay throws and stuff. But I like do very little when mixing whenever possible. Yeah, see, whenever I do it, I kind of just like you guys, I'll tweak it as I'm going along, get a general idea what the sound is, and then at the end, get the final levels for everything, panning and all that shit like that, and stereo separation I don't do until the end stuff like that but like when you said um you don't really mix your drum samples if you started with the ones you like already that kind of brings us to the mixing with drum samples you know like yeah do you like get your beat packs or you sample from like where where do you find your sample sources then because i'm just curious like I, i haven't found a kick that i'm like oh it's perfect as it is yet and that's just me you know what i mean yeah and for the longest time, I didn't. Well, I, it was sort of like I found when I found um, Illmind's drum packs. I'm a big fan of his. Mm-hmm. He really respects the uh, signal chain when he's making these sample packs. Like if you Google around and you're searching for like 808 Mafia type drum kit or like mm-hmm. the classic Deluxe Luger kit that was everywhere for a long time, yeah. those are those have been like resampled and resaved and like recompressed. And usually they just sound like shit. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. there might be one or two sounds that sort of work, but there's yeah. no respect for like the integrity of the sound, of the signal, of the dynamics. And so that's what I'd like about Illmind Sounds is he definitely respects that. And it's weird what makes a good drum sound, like a mixed drum sound is sort of hard to say. I think what that what people mean by that, but like a mixed drum sample is just something that's been treated well. Like Yeah. So I don't know. It's sort of a personal taste thing because what yeah. might sound good on its own won't sound good in the track, and what might sound like weak on its own actually works really well on the track. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's surely a case by case basis. So we're talking about this other thread uh, that was submitted eight days ago. How should I mix already mixed drum samples? I mean, my opinion is, I mean, I do, I do a fair amount of mixing on any of my, like on any of my my tracks and i would say that like like if a drum is mixed for one song there's no guarantee it's going to be mixed for your song you like there isn't like a 
there's not a right way that a snare drum sounds. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. not like there's a there's a right way that a snare drum sounds for your song. Right. You right. Know? I will say there is a wrong way. A snare <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> but you know I've what I mean. Like so, <laughs> the snare can be mixed and mastered and whatever for like the song it was sampled from. But you yeah. still might need to tweak it to make it sit in your mix. You know. Yeah. Especially if you're layering it. You know. Definitely. Like, definitely. If it's if it's its own, if it carries its own weight as a full sample on it, or as a full snare on, it, on its own in one song, and then you layer it with three other snares, like it's going to be massive, you know. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean like, I mean, how should I be mixing already mixed drum samples? Like, I would say you mix them like unmixed drum samples. Yeah. Um, yep. yeah, you just might real. not, you just might not put as much compression on it because it's probably already compressed a good bit. I mean, that would be the huge difference to me. I mean, it's, they've probably done a lot of all the more of the cleaning EQ up, like removing yeah. boxy frequencies and things like that. But you are going to need to enhance the frequencies that you need for it to sit in your track. And they've probably already compressed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might not have to compress it as hard. But even that, like, like the level of compression is going to change from track to track. And how you need it to sit in your mix, you know, is going to require some different compression. So you can't uncompress it, so maybe the sample won't yeah. work. But... But if it, you know, you might need to put a little more compression on it, or you might need a slower attack compressor mm-hmm. to make it snap or whatever. Like so, it's a case by case. But um, you just got to think about what's already been done to it and what you need to do to make it fit in your track. Then, Definitely, you know. And the top, the top response of the thread also sums up uh, a lot of discussion on it. It just says if it sounds good, then do it. So yeah. That yeah. doesn't really help you on choosing what to do. But if you think yeah. you've done something wrong and it sounds good, then you didn't do something wrong. Yeah. Right, so the Dig This Challenge, 67.5 Lonely Days by Soto on his SoundCloud. He was the winner. He won this bad boy, and I'm sorry I didn't listen to the other entries, but... I'm glad I listened to this one. This thing is hot. hot. Oh yeah, it's like got boom bat, like the, but it's I don't know the the little organs in the background or wherever that was the the synth he had going reminded me of that uh truth beat by Kanye back in the day. Mm. But at the same time, like it's I don't know, the drums were just as clean as they could possibly be. They had a lot of snap to them. Mm-hmm. They hit real hard. Excellent job on the drums. I mean, to me, this is a good example of, like, um, it's clearly sample-based because it's from the Dig This Challenge, but you could mm-hmm. listen to that and not even know it was Yeah, exactly. Based. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, that bass line. You can have a real literal sample and it sounds, you know, like a soul sample, or, you know, I, I assume all the the organ stuff in the background is, like, the sample just, like, really filtered and shit, so. Mm. But, yeah, it was some yeah. other shit. I'm stingy with the SoundCloud likes and comments, and you got both, so <laughs> shout out, tell me. That was dope. All right, so here it is. This is uh, the winner. Congrats to Soto. Lonely Days. Dig this challenge, 67.5.
All right, so up next, I want to talk about this thread. Uh, it's from Stevie Stacks. Hi, guys. I made a beat every day for the last 20 days, and here's what I learned. And uh, I wanted to talk about this for a few reasons. One thing is every once in a while, we get people who are like, you know, I've lost the, the spark or, I've, you know, going through a dry spell. What's something I can do to to get it to get it going again i think this is a great example of just like hey i'm gonna make a beat every day for 20 days they're not all gonna be great you know but it's you're gonna learn a lot and um so he says um things he learned scheduling and timing you just got to make time to do it yeah definitely um playing with different genres i would say both in what you're sampling and in what you're making you know definitely he says less is more but not always which is very true (laughs) um he says, don't get hung up. That's good. Just keep moving. Uh, shape it till it fits. Um, work with samples. I would say, I mean, this applies. If you're sample-based, try doing stuff that does not have samples. If you're yeah. not sample-based, try doing stuff with samples. Just fucking change it up. Yep. You know, Do what you need yeah. to do to uh, get yourself out of your comfort zone. Uh, don't quantize everything. Good. That's great. <laughs> See, now, here... Uh... I got something on that one. Sure. I quantize the shit out of everything when I do it, right? But then I go in <laughs> and I'll manually adjust the timing on stuff. Okay. And if I play it by hand, the velocities are all good usually. Like, they're nice and varied. But I think that goes hand in hand with quantizing. Don't make everything the same velocity. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. quantizing's okay. But, like, in trap music, I wouldn't put swing on trap. Yeah. Like, I don't... That wouldn't work, at least Mm-mm. sonically, the, for the, the genre. Yeah. I mean, it's like anything. Like, there's no, like, absolute, like, oh, you should always quantize. You know, you should always not quantize. There are definitely times when it's the right thing to do, and there are times when it's not. Yep. I think yeah. you're right, like, with trap. You know, like, that's... Trap comes out of drum machines and not out of, like, finger drumming, you know? Yeah. yeah. Whereas boom bap is more NPC-based, so... Mm-hmm. so. And, and his last thing was experiment. Like, just don't be, a tr- don't be afraid to try shit. That's probably... That's I'd say that's like top three out of his advice tips. It's just uh, I guess he we you mentioned it before like switch up, but yeah. Don't yeah. be afraid to make a shitty track because yeah, you're just as likely to make a good track. That's just way don't different. put it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Stevie Stacks sent me his favorite beat. This is uh, day sixteen. So this week's Flip This Challenge, number 67. Our winner was Reptilian. And here's his track, It's Time for Peace.
All right, next up is uh, a great that I thought this was really great, a little uh, hip-hop history for everyone. This is Cool Modi's uh, rap report card from 1988, where he scores... Um, a lot of the, you know, MCs from the time on several different uh, things, vocabulary, articulation, creativity, originality, versatility, voice, records, stage presence, sticking to themes, and innovating rhythms. I think it's funny that sticking, sticking to themes, to is, themes on there. is on there. Yeah. I feel like that's, like, not even considered in modern music at uh-uh. all. Yeah, you know, I was like, about to say that. Like, uh, some people would get zeros on that. A bad, a bad thing, anyway. Some people might say, yeah. they always raps about the same thing. Yeah, all right. Um, so the low, the the losers in this were, I mean, I don't know, like, it, I don't know. It seems funny, but you you know the the Beastie Boys had a <laughs> seventy, they got a C, and the Boogie Boys got a seventy seven C plus, and uh, there were only a few people who got sixes. He gave the Beastie Boys sixes in vocabulary, create or uh, originality, versatility, voice. Oh they got a know. ten on sticking to themes at least. Ah, well. Uh, see, yeah. oh, well, then they got another one on six on uh, innovating rhythms. Yeah. I can kind of hear that. They have a pretty straight ahead flow, you know. Yeah. I think they had a really distinct voice, though, for. I don't remember hearing other guys that sound just like the Beastie Boys person. Oh, d- they like definitely they didn't, snuffed. but I guess Cool yeah. Modi just was not a fan. Yeah. yeah. Um, the winner was himself. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he gave himself a 10 in so many of these uh. categories. <laughs> So if someone was going to make this like today, oh, yeah. what, what categories? Uh, I, I think it would be way less categories. I th- yeah, and I well, think they'd be pretty. Well, really? I don't know. What what like what do y'all well, think see, it would be? So like, what would y'all keep? Vocabulary. I would keep all of it the same minus uh, records because you don't need a bunch of records or over. Like it's a single based game nowadays, and yeah, I can't remember the last time I listened to a record through and through. Um, I would take off stage presence because. Really? I don't only because there's too many independent guys who are super talented or guys that I'm a you'll huge never fan see of him, yeah. and you'll never see them live or you won't see them on TV or guys that like I don't know like I've never seen Future on stage and he's a huge artist you know what I mean and yeah. I see him on music videos and all that but I've never seen him on stage so I can't speak for you know that yeah. being said I have so much more respect for people when I see a live show yeah. of them and it's good yeah I think it's important but it might almost be like a separate yeah I mean it's a bonus yeah you know? yeah yeah, bonus. yeah like a, a bonus point, category though. and even then though I, I wouldn't consider some of these on the overall grade like articulation like sure it's it's good that you enunciate everything and you you know can hear everything but you got guys like Mega like a lot of the trap guys basically like yeah. you don't have to understand them yeah. to dig what they're doing it's just part of their Keith style Keith. it's not like an objective like oh well they they don't say all of their T's properly like you can't yeah, take yeah. off points for that it's just how they do it I would add um I would add beat selection to this yeah yeah production oh yeah mm-hmm. especially yeah that would have to be a whole There'd be a number of categories, I think, about relating to the production side of someone's... Well, maybe not a number, but it would definitely need to be mentioned. Yeah. Like matching well, the, the beat? Mm-hmm. Beat diversity, um, beat selection, um, like being able to ride beats differently, even though I guess that's kind of innovating rhythms. Yeah. I feel like the beat plays a huge part in that, too, you know? Yep. Playing the mic like it's supposed to be played. New Jacks, you all should have stayed out of the business. What is this amateur night at the Apollo? Get off this stage. Cypher 32's winner for the theme of dirty money. Dirty got money. Six cents. 
And uh, he came in with that flow, yo. Dirty money, got you so fresh and so clean. Andre, better miss, give you big boys self esteem, yeah. Boy, I been frank with it. From the beginning, kept it a hundred other rappers really fake, trying to get banked with it. I really don't think they get it. I'm just steady trying to break in this several memory banks. But they never give, they never give the necessary credit They're just telling me thanks for coming Like a gay bank teller thinking I'm a nuisance Cause I can't hang, got them newsletters Overheads like a toupee cause I ball with the wordplay Lay pennies on the track, giving them my two cents Keep the change, bitch Popular tracks, got a train of thought Yeah About as ratchet as a train of thoughts Causing your brain to rot I hate the way that they train our thoughts To make the guap, guap, guap Whatever, just whether the hain is caused just keep folding paper like an origami addict Roll up thirty dollars like you sniffing coke I'm for the porta potty That is dirty money, yeah Dirty, dirty money, yeah Dirty money, but I need it So I'm gonna grab it Alright, so next uh, I'm gonna continue on our little uh, MC segment of the show mm-hmm. And uh Part of this is, I mean, it's a little hypocritical because I'm going to say, like, this is something that's brought up all the time. Please stop bringing it up. Um, But on the other hand, we're going to talk about it. Um, (laughs) So uh, people always come up and say, you know, like, okay, so what's the best part of a song? What's most important? Is it the lyrical content? Is it the flow? Is it the beat? And um, there are two threads in this two weeks since the last podcast, one called Thoughts on Lyrical Content. Or how it's delivered. And that's like a flow versus content versus discussion. And then there's another one. Do you think the listener's attention to the song is directed more heavily towards the beat or the lyrics? And like, I I think it's a dumb question. You know, like, uh, everyone's going to be different. Some people, like, there are songs I love that are some of my favorite songs that I have no idea what the lyrics are. Because, like, the (laughs) beat is just so hot. I just listen to the beat, you know, and that's what I geek out on. And there are other ones that I love the lyrics to, you know. As far as what's most important for making a good song, the answer is all three, you know. Like... (laughs) I mean, there are songs that sort of have a weak beat, but the flow and lyrics are so crazy that it overcomes that. But, like, mm-hmm. what, like, what are you going to do? Like, okay, so someone answers and we all decide that it's m- most important is the lyrics, so you all going to stop picking good beats? Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's just a dumb discussion. Like, what, yeah. what, yeah, even what if, would... Even if there is a consensus, it's not... It can't, like, yeah. affect what you're going to do, really. What would... Yeah, what would that do for people, you know? I think they're all important in their own right. Lyrical content has its place. Uh, delivery has its... Pl- I mean, better said, every song should have delivery, but that's not the most important thing. Like, I don't think I've ever heard a song I like that had bad delivery on it, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I've heard songs without dope lyrics that I think are tight, but I've never heard anything about delivery. But that doesn't mean the beat's more important or the lack of lyrics is, you know, detrimental by any means. It's just... It's just different, you know. It really is People different for everybody. Different so, shit. just do whatever. Think, just do whatever comes out. Like, if you're at the point where it's like, "Hmm, I got a good beat. Do I need to write good lyrics? Like, just write yeah. lyrics, and if they're good, yes. they're good. I don't. I don't think it'll ever come down to you making a conscious decision. Like, man, you know these lyrics are so good. Just uh, fuck, fuck with the beat. I'll just get a shitty beat. <laughs> yeah. Along the same lines of stuff that I'm tired of reading and discussing is uh, white guy rapping. Uh, this gets asked Question all mark? the time. Question mark? And it, you know, it's often asked with like with voice, like, oh, you know, I don't have a voice, like, you know, whatever popular rapper, like, am I going to be able to make it? 
Well, first of all, I mean, we won't even talk about making it and like people's concept of making it and like yeah, fuck that. Like what it's... that means to most of us or whatever. Yeah, for real. But like, mm-hmm. you know, can white people rap? Like, of course, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, like I don't. It's a it's a dumb question. It's a dumb question. Yeah. I think one thing what? I would say. One thing I would say is don't talk about it. Like yeah. that's if that's what you're talking about, it's the same thing as rapping about your age. Like, oh, I'm 16, white kid, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Don't, don't talk about. <laughs> it. I don't care how. Like, uh, you either have interesting stuff to say or you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, you're either good or you aren't. And like, yeah. I feel like talking about your age or talking about if you're white or black is like, I don't know, like a weird, messed up way of making excuses. It's like, yeah, fuck, fuck that. Just tell the story. You know, just yep. do it. You know, whenever I uh, when I decided when I first started spitting, I wasn't gonna go out of my way to be like, "Yo, I'm Hispanic. What's up?" And like rapping Spanish and shit. Like, no, I'm just making hip hop. And if you happen to like it because it's just hip hop, good. Like, you shouldn't worry about what I am. So I, I never put my face on any of my album covers for the longest time until recently. Huh. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want you to judge my music based on what you yeah. think about my physical appearance. You know, just judge my music on its own merit. And I think probably if you're making anything that could be considered decent music, the people who are going to like it don't care. But it does come yeah. up as a point of discussion if you'll see different. Like outside of people who are actually hip hop fans and who listen to hip hop and who seek out new hip hop, say mm-hmm. like if uh, there's like a little Dicky video on the front page of Reddit mm-hmm. or on Facebook, someone be like, you know, he's pretty good for a white guy, or like I yeah. saw a white yeah. guy and heard it was rap. I didn't think it would be good. Like there is a lot of people, there is a lot of that sentiment that comes up, whether or yeah. not whether or not you draw attention to it, but it's also 100 percent irrelevant because. What mm-hmm. like if someone says that or like oh you know he's white but he sounds black or like he's white but he he's pretty good even though he's white like I just I don't even care what you think. I mean a similar thing happens with female MCs too. You know like yes, oh this that's is very very this true. Is the best yeah. track I heard from a female MC. It's like why should that matter? You know it's just good or not. You know it might just be people like to categorize, man. Sure, sure. Yep. Which is, I mean I guess it's human nature, but sure. I don't worry about it. I don't, you're not gonna get on Reddit and be like, "I'm white, can I rap?" And then someone's like, "Yes, you can." And then you're gonna, oh, and you're gonna go on to have yes. a huge career. Yeah. Yes, you can. You know? like, like it's just a dumb discussion. Like it, it's pointless, you know. Rip rap alley with a boom slang, drip drop venom with a new twang, same swagger, new fang. Who's gang stagger with similar dirty worms who occasionally cluster up the surface and observe. AR periscope, bash through the terror dome, zoom on a shark attack, clash till the thrill is gone. Bark Back fresh off the pharmacy counter downer pop. Blame it on the overly yaggy farming of power crops. Let's talk about the flip this challenge 68. I'm not going to bust my French out to even try and uh, embarrass myself pronouncing the uh, the original sample. This is real nice, and it was it was a good example of not really changing up the feel of the original song. You know, it's really just yep. kind of augmenting. This is a little more, you just find a good loop and you just fucking beef it up with some nice drums, you know? Yep. And um, it sounds like what what uh this winner did and um to me it sounds like they there were drums in the sample he used and we get this question all the time like what do i do there's drums in my sample and it's like well this guy just put more drums on top of it you know and so you get a little texture back there from the drums that were there already Mm. probably used a high pass filter to pull the kick out a little bit and then he just layered drums on top and that's a totally viable totally viable approach but yeah here you go uh ftc 68 by alx
Yeah, okay, so this week we had Volume 18, A Game of Hip Hop. The The theme was colors, so you had to make a track about colors. Uh, the three categories, we have best song, best verse. Those were those first two were won by the same song, Team 5 song called CMY. Yeah. It's all red, a rush of blood to the head, a thug in the bed I wonder if loving is something real, cause it's red hearts on Valentine's My red heart just fantasize, I fell for some matters that it get a roll I can't decide if I'm apathetic or pathetic Man, but that's beside that point, my bitch is popping blues Reds up in a panty line, then we feeling scarlet Dear Charlotte, pardon my awkward, I only talk down the carpet Staying with the dot on the target signs, bitch, I'm talking homicide Crimson killings often unassisted with my women and children up in the system They finna get in submission once I get out of Detention. If I'm alive in a minute, probably divine intervention. Yeah. <laughs> I got a tendency to wander when I rap Cause I'm from Tennessee But bars is high like bombings in Iraq And that's red hot My enemies terrified of my jumping jack Step back from the side or get up or cut it or fucking slap Fuck a fucking bucket hat Motherfuck your pumpkin patch I'll be going nuclear tusking red when your bunker crash Rusty something something Say I love you when I wanna jest And say I wanna punch you when I bloody fucking call it in Yo that track was great man yeah, that was yeah. It was, was real it? polished. Everything really came real together polish. very well. Great verses, the diversity in the verses too. I yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Hands down, like that was amazing. Yeah. And then uh, for best beat, fifth year team, team two won this week uh, with the track you made the beat on, called "Straight Out of Crayons." The art, the art on this track is hilarious. Shout out to whoever right. made that art. I did. Excellent. That's awesome. Thank you. So you you produced this with Phantom Cell uh, Fifth. You want to talk about that process? Yeah. So uh, for this one, I had uh, he had this track that he had started working on, sent it over, and uh, conceptually, I thought it was heading in the right direction. It was super dope. Like the sample he had chosen for what he was working on, um, but like the drums weren't very uh, rapper friendly. It was like you could listen to this track and kind of just. As a producer, be like, oh shit, he kind of was showing off on the drums, you know, sequencing a little bit. Oh, okay. But uh, it wasn't really rapper friendly, and I couldn't decide what kind of drums to go with. So, as you heard, I started with the, like, just a straight drum loop, and then took its trap, and then went to, like, some Kanye esque style drums and stuff. And nice. It came out dope, I think. So, well, ha, Oz, you didn't get all three full. Well, it won, so I think some people, <laughs> some people agree with you. <laughs> Alright, so here's y'all's track Straight out of Crowns. <laughs> Hello, girl. Aren't you glad you're with me? Aren't you glad you suck like a black and white movie? Selling fifth at the band. No, feel a slight dookie running down your leg. Hit it raw. Goofy like sushi. We see in the sky with broken humans. I am grabbing that's a kind of blue. Jerking to a cigar and giant when I'm on it. Psilocybin is the mine and I'm flying towards the sunny hell Signs were right, I died in 2012 Mike Holder came back a bit older Pretty sober with a set of phasal eyes a little colder Driving in the shoulder, purple pistol in the cup Older lamp brush roller keeps the green a little cleaner Not the meanest, the demeanors, but the mean explains the wiener Got that 4.5, and I ain't talking caliber Beat it black and blue, colorful just like the character My nuts like grapes of wrath Green stuff, red stuff, blue stuff. My car is like my women, only ride dual muffs. You trying to attack? All right, and then all the only other thing I'd say about Game of Hip Hop is the next one. The signups are happening right now. Um, we are recording this on Sunday afternoon, August 30th. The last day for signups is tomorrow, Monday morning. So hopefully we'll get this podcast out in time. 
if we don't, I'll just cut me saying this from the podcast itself. <laughs> well, they do have late entries as well, so you can um, for anybody that misses the sign up thread, there's always people that drop out or oh, okay. just don't show up. So, all right, should go in there, and I think they usually put up like a late submission thread, okay. or a late contributor. And then finally, I want to talk about um, there was some just kind of you know like meta discussion about the weekly threads. And um, I don't have a lot to say about it here, but just find the thread. It was eight days ago by um, by Badman. Um, it's called Discussion Weekly Threads. Just what people think about how often certain ones are posting, when they're posted, if you have any ideas about other ones that you'd like to see go up, the auto thread. So if you have any ideas about that, we're looking for your input. So head on over to that, that uh, thread and uh, let us know. All right, plugs. <laughs> this only counts for you Philadelphia people if you want to come out to some shit. Or, you know, if you just want to celebrate the fact that I have shows in, in your mind as you listen to this, that's fine, too. <laughs> but actually, me and my boy Trito are opening up for Homeboy Sandman coming up on uh, September 5th here in Philly at the Voltage Lounge. I'm stoked. I, I, li- I like Homeboy Sandman. He's got you know, an unconventional flow and really great lyricism and uh it's cool to see him coming through town and putting stuff out and uh i'm stoked that i get to be on the show with him it's like a super long lineup of local openers and we're very first but, uh, <laughs> you know you got to put in your dues you know yep. so uh, hopefully we'll get some new fans out of it and uh, the other thing i'm doing is on my birthday september 13th i am um competing in a like a live producers challenge um it's called behind the breaks and this is the outcast edition we have to make eight beats because it's like double elimination bracket style competition <sighs> wow no so shit. it's like it's like producing a small album it's Damn. it's been all of my beat output for the last week or two and i got two weeks left and i really gotta grind i think i have two complete and one half done and oh, fuck. um I'm working with an artist on a project, and he just dropped, like, a release date of Friday, so I'm, like, doing a bunch of mixing for him, and it's, like, (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, that's what I'm up to. Um, Let's see. On September 11th, I'm doing a show here in Austin at Pearl Street Co-op. Nice. Um, I don't know exactly. We're sort of, like, splitting a set. My friend, who I'm in a rap duo with... He's doing some of our stuff, some other stuff. So I don't really know what we're doing. We're just going to be working with some dude who does like loop, live, live looping with his guitar. And I don't know what we'll be doing, but it'll probably be pretty dope, I hope. So if you're in Austin, yeah. I think it'll probably be free. I think all the shows at the co-op are free. So that's at Pearl nice. Street on the 11th. No idea what time, but show, show up <laughs> if you feel like it. Any new beat breakdowns? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that other thing you do. i don't know what's coming out soon i'm actually about to plan out september usually it's like the day of is when it's finalized but i actually gotta start getting ahead of head of that instead of doing things last minute but be on the lookout for those people like those and if you're interested i've got the tutorials on my website if that has interested you in the past um you can use i'll give you a a special discount you can use the code mhh you know, making making hip hop this the subreddit, and you'll get a little discount if you sign up there. So, Don't ever say we didn't give you anything. That's, you know, that's yeah, exactly. That's yeah. my gift to you. <laughs> but I think that's that's pretty much it on my end. Nice. Cool. Uh, for me, I have been rapping again. What? 
just submitted in the cipher, homie. Damn. Bang out. Damn. But uh, Damn. otherwise, I <laughs> otherwise I ain't doing shit for shows. But I will do a shout out to uh, Dr. Bobby Banner, this good man on the NPC. Him, uh, Black Da Vinci, a bunch of other guys that are uh, active on the sub and on uh, the IRC. Yeah, they, they have a show. Have right? a show. Yeah. yeah, September 12th in Austin. And uh, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna try to make it out there. I'll have my first day. I'll off be going that to that day, one. So. Is that the Homeboy Sandman show? Uh, I think this is called. It's a rap party at the Flamingo Cantina. That might be it. Because I know he. He. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna be going to that too. Nice. Yeah. We're all, so. we're all hitting up Homeboy Sandman on his tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, hopefully uh, you guys uh, make it out there if you're in the Austin area. If anything, it'll be like a low key hip hop meetup. What with people yeah, who, right? with people who are actually good. Yeah. So there's that. Otherwise, I'd be on the interwebs at tha five th element. You can uh, Twitter that, Instagram that, dot com that, Facebook that, Ooh, dot com everything. Yeah, I'm just Shit. tha the number five th element. All right, gentlemen. Well, thanks once again uh, for uh, spending your Sunday afternoon. It's been a pleasure with us here. It's been a pleasure. Been um, a pleasure. Please give us any uh, any feedback on the thread if you have ideas for the show, and we really do plan on getting some guests on here. Um, didn't happen this week, but um, I'd love to do a little little interview for some of the uh, some of the peeps from the, the sub. And, we should get uh, Caesar po- on here. Politicians, uh, policymakers, you know. We, that's that's the direction we're trying to go with guests. Right? Thought thought leaders. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yo, we should get Adrian Brody. He does hip hop, yo. Oh, <laughs> oh, I've seen those. Yeah. Oh, oh man. All right. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for hanging out, and we will see you in two weeks. All right. So, peace. Peace. Take care. Brody in the building! <laughs> what? Do you think, Todd, Jay? You can jump uh, on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some slap right there, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, though? You know what I'm saying, though? Okay. Oh, you know, it's like flows on my mind. I can't hold back. Now's the time. Every single rhyme, it always climbs to the pinnacle. Like King Kong, you know how it go. Extra special. The technique make you stretch to the sky. Hands up high. Rhymes ain't surprising. Not when they dope coming from the soul. Come on.